Hi, it's Nikki here from Energy and Emotion with Connecting Conversations. Today I'm interviewing Roxana, who is a life coach. She really helps you to become the star that you are, which I think is so beautiful. Um, <clears throat> because for me, you know, we all have this guiding star within us. And star is also for me, destiny. Um, yeah, it's guidance, it's light. And to become the star that you are, it never way that is for you whether it's something you know as being just a successful home um home stay stay at home mum or you know living your dream whatever is that for you Roxana's going to help you so I'm just going to bring her in now and we will find out all about her Hi. Good morning. morning. <laughs> I'm so pleased to see you. Wow. Right and early. How are you, my dear? I'm great. I'm great. It's afternoon here. So what time is it for you there? Uh, 8 a.m. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> opposite ends with the end of the afternoon. It's, it's 5 I know. I was saying good night when you were saying good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good sleep? <laughs> Oh, yes. I, I typically sleep well ever since I've gone through my own transformation and journey. I don't struggle with sleep as a result of having broken through a lot of that no, oh, no, emotional baggage. <laughs> I don't know if you for the minute, you know, I think there's so much going on on this planet. I just need to be doing, I think I need to be working at night as well <laughs> uh -huh. in my sleep. So, yeah. You know, um, I don't know if, yeah, we have about a minute. Super quick technique that works for me and everyone else that I share it with. When you lay down, instead of thinking about your day that you already had or the day that's coming up tomorrow, sit there and say either out loud or to yourself, I love my bed. My sheets are soft. My blanket is warm. My pillow is comfortable. Oh my gosh, this feels so good. Oh, my back feels great. This is warm. This is, you just say that, keep saying that, you will knock out and you won't even remember you went to sleep. That is so beautiful. I just want to go to bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a try. You know, you, know, you can feel like you're in, in the, the, these gorgeous, you know, warm cotton sheets with the smell of the, the serenity spray and just like, oh my goodness. Right, right. Just, um, there's something about speaking positivity right when you're laying down because then it triggers your subconscious to think about those things while you're sleeping rather than yes. the stress and worry. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't stress and worry. I, do, I just feel like I'm, I'm, I think I must be out and about doing stuff, you know? <laughs> like, I wake up and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, that was a journey last night. <laughs> it's very active. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, but I'm so, I mean, I've already done a quick introduction. I was just thinking, I was just talking about the fact that, you know, you help people become the star that they are. And I just think that is so beautiful because, you know, you, you talk about obviously the, the star being a guiding light. And I think we all have this star within us. And when we go within, we still, we have that guidance within us as well. Absolutely. Whether it's your religion, whether it's a coach, whether it's something that you believe inside of yourself, um, meditation, there's, there's intuition, you can call it whatever you want. There's always guidance.
being for yeah. us. And, that, and, and your name actually means something with stars, doesn't it, as well? <laughs> um, yes, and in, in Farsi, it's Roxana, but, you know, I'm not going to sit there and train the world. <laughs> we just say Roxana. <laughs> in, in what language? Oh, I'm part Persian. I'm half Middle Eastern. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was born in Iran, actually, and we came to the U.S., you know. So uh, my mom's American, but we were... We lived there before I was born, and then a few years. So yeah, when when did you leave Iran then? Well, during back? during the war, during the Revolutionary War. So um, uh, I'm probably going to say that you know while we're talking, <laughs> you know, a few times. But we um, it was 1979, and the country went to war with itself. It was. A horrible experience because it went from an extremely modern society to being one of oppression. Um, it went from women being equal citizens to being subclass. In fact, it takes two women to go to court. A one woman cannot defend herself. You have to have a second woman with you. You can't even go to a government agency without a male chaperone. And before the Revolutionary War, it was like modern Europe. Everybody was in Gucci and Fendi and women had their hair down. They didn't have to cover up. It was this gorgeous you know, place to live, very modern, and um, they would color their hair blonde, and, you know, life was amazing. I actually have a video of my auntie who's dancing around in her beautiful dress, and now you see that all the women have to cover up, and, you know, their eyes peek out. It's very oppressive, and um, so we left. Actually, we escaped because it was dangerous, so um, a friend of mine escaped in the trunk of a car, we actually got on the last flight before they closed the airports. My goodness. Wow. So, I've yeah. just got goosebumps. And I've got tears in the back of my eye. You know, I just feel that, that inner pain that go way back. I know you've, you've cleared it. But it my, wow. my mother tells a story of when we were on the plane. Now, she's American, so this is even more scary for her, I think, because it's not something she, she grew up in the United States. It's not something she's familiar with. Um, she said it was dead silence. Nobody was talking. No one was coughing. It was dead silence until we crossed over to Turkey, which is sovereign territory. It was safe. And then uh, the captain came on and announced, you know, we had crossed over. And she said people leapt up out of their chairs and were screaming and crying and hugging. Uh, it was... Oh, I've just got... <laughs> <gasps> Yeah. And that's part of your journey to that the point now. My journey. And we landed in the US and would you know it? The US went to war with Iran. <laughs> so I lived through a second war. We were fighting with each other. And um even though I'm pale skinned and you wouldn't think that I'm Middle Eastern, you might think I'm Caucasian, I went through um all kinds of of um, discrimination. I remember being made fun of in school and um, my father, no one would hire my father. No, for years he couldn't get a job and he was Tektronix. He was this 
huge person. In fact, his first job was working under the table for a neighbor to make oh dental implants. He's never made anything like that. He just had to carve out something with resin, you know, and before they had machines, he manually carved out uh, shells, you know, for teeth, for, for um, caps and whatnot. Like, he didn't know how to do anything. That's oh my goodness. It was, it was quite interesting. My grandfather stayed behind. He couldn't escape the country. He worked in the King's palace. He was the person in charge of physical education for the entire country. So of course, since Iran went to battle with anyone that worked for the King who was modern, then anybody who worked for the King was also in danger. So he was supposedly in hiding. We don't know the truth. We don't know where he was or what happened, but a few years later he came out and no one talks about it. My goodness. It's a silent secret in our family. So how has that affected where you are now? Well, I frequently talk about how, how I was raised in two wars, but there is an you know, our story is not that much different from anybody else. Everyone has something, right? They have that childhood thing. But I think the one that people can relate to is the war that I had in my home. When I was with my mother and my father, you know, they were, it was a lot of violence. Um, There's a lot of abuse before they even got married and, and afterwards. So I remember um, being told a story when I was a young girl, I said to my mother, why don't you just do what daddy tells you to do? And she realized that was probably time to get out. <laughs> if a little girl's now learning how to say, why don't you do what daddy tells oh. you to do? So all these experiences, um, it kept me trapped. It made me small. I knew that if I was quiet, and hidden and invisible and I didn't exist that I was safe I knew that in order to survive I had to shrink down and I couldn't be a big bold audacious person with personality and like you was, are now <laughs> that was brewing inside of me absolutely <laughs> um, and and I went through life fighting against that you know when you when you were in a glass bowl i always relate it to being a fish in a bowl you just kind of swimming around and around and you you hit the glass edges and you can see the world but you can't get out and i lived like that for years i was sick for 20 years i had a cold every two three months i was constantly sick um I, emotionally i was angry I would throw things, I would slam doors, I would curse at my life and myself. I, I hated what, there was this war inside of me just brewing and, and I couldn't understand why was I feeling like this. I was free, I became an adult. There was no one telling oh. me what to do, but I was still trapped. I was still keeping myself in this box. You know, stay small stay hidden, don't make, you know, don't show up so that you can stay safe. It affected me for a lot, for many, many years. Wow. And I think, you know, I think that's, that's, we all come from like having this, this inner war almost. We all come with this inner conflict. Um, 
and in some way keeping within this box. We all, it's like we come to childhood with a box. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's in that box, you know, that's, you know, that's what we end up carrying with us all the way. You know, I, I just had this, <laughs> I just had this vision of like, you know, fancy dress parties when we're young, you know, now, now we buy, you know, all the outfits, but, you know, dressing up in a box. <laughs> With your legs sticking out. <laughs> what you walk around with. And, and you're holding it, right, at the bottom. And you're carrying it around. <laughs> I can see it now with their legs sticking out, holding it. And the more junk you put in there, the more limiting beliefs you put in, the heavier it gets. I mean, that, that is so, I think that, oh my goodness, I've got to get that image. I've got to find that image because... That I think is is so you know what we do of, of letting go of this baggage of this cardboard box. So it's a childhood thing. Why are we walking around with a cardboard box as an adult? Exactly. Exactly. I've, yeah. I've got to write that down. Hang on. That is just like break <laughs> it down. We're gonna both be using it. <laughs> if I find a picture, I'll send it to you. That's gonna be my Halloween costume this year. <laughs> oh, you know, just imagine you know of, of walking into you know to, to some I don't thing you're doing presentation do with your with your clients, and there you have. Okay, this is <laughs> <laughs> it comes like up to here, and then your little legs are sticking out, and you're just walking around giving. Would it be a great workshop? You know, get everybody to walk in a box. This is how you're going yes. to survive. Yes. How free do you feel when actually drop that box? Right, right. And and I noticed that in life we we keep adding to it. You know, you yeah. lose a job, you break up with someone, you your kids are, you know, they say, I hate you, mommy, you know. Um, you're fighting with your parents or your in-laws, you know, and these are things that you just keep adding to that. To that proverbial box, you know, and to our emotional baggage, you know, all of those things are never going to end. There's going to be ups and downs. You're going to have fights with people you love. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have a disagreement with yourself. <laughs> There's going to be times when you're frustrated and stressed out and angry and worried and Life is going to continue like that, right? But you get to choose. Do you want to weigh yourself down with all of those burdens about I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not thin enough, I'm not whatever enough, right? I'm not lovable, mm -hmm. I'm not you know, strong enough. Men have to deal with this as well. Um, or you can choose to say, I am a rock star. I've got this. That's my favorite thing to say. I've got this. When I lose my keys and I'm in a hurry and I'm late, I don't go, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? I can't find my keys, I'm gonna be late. And you yell at your spouse and you yell at your kids and you're like, hurry up, get in the car. You know. Instead, why not just say, I've got this? Either way, the keys are still lost. <laughs> Right, and it, but it just brings you straight back to center. Yes, I mean, either way, your keys are still lost, and you still might be late. But would you rather be late with this war that's raging inside of you, and then 
affect the relationships that you have with your spouse or your kids or even just yourself? Or would you rather say, okay, I've got this. I'm going to find my keys. It's that simple. It's just a choice of words. I love it. I absolutely love it. it. It is so simple. And it just, it just puts that pause, I think, of that moment of, yeah, we, we just go into this panic and just like, okay, you know, I've got this. It's, you know, I can control the situation. And I've always said we always have a choice. You know, people, I didn't choose to lose my keys. No, but you choose how you react to that. Yes, exactly. And people are, people will think, you know, it's not that easy. No, it's not that easy, but it's simple. And when you and when you say to yourself, it's not easy, did you know that your brain cannot translate the word not? N-O-T. It cannot translate no. the word not. In fact, the brain works in pictures only. So it takes the picture, it translates into that vocabulary, and then you give it a meaning. The human gives it a meaning. Exactly. So instead of saying this is so hard, your brain either sees hard, a picture of hard, and then translates that into your life and things yes. show up hard. But yeah. if you say it's not easy, all your brain sees is a picture of easy. Totally. Yeah, so, exactly. It means the same thing to you. You know, if you could describe, you know, cinema of not easy, well, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's the same, but yeah. Yeah. What your brain uh, picks up is totally different. Yeah. Getting up early or going for a walk, exercising, eating healthy, uh, making better choices. It's not easy. Right? <laughs> or it's hard. So you can either have the hard way or you can have the easy way. Either way, you still have to deal with the challenge of, do I want to get up at six o'clock this morning or four thirty in the morning and go work out? Oh. Either way, the choice is still before you. You can just choose if you want it to be easy or hard. <laughs> so, so what point did you choose to let go of your past? Well, <clears throat> it got to a point where I experienced financial devastation. I binge ate all my feelings. Instead of reaching for drugs and alcohol, I turned to food. And some people don't understand that that's also a traumatic addiction because it's, an, it's the same way where you can't stop. I remember one time yeah. I went through three different drive-throughs in one meal and I ate everything. I lost good friendships. I've broken up with every relationship I've ever had because there was something wrong with them. I never thought to look within myself um, that I was hurting and suffering. As so many things came to a boiling point. I actually even had suicidal thoughts and fantasies. In fact, I remember laying down on my couch and I just said, all right, just take me, take me now, I'm done. And the whole time all of this was happening, I knew somewhere a tiny little voice, tiny little voice, was like, there's something more. This, this like pull, this tug of war was mm. like, I wanted to die, but I wanted to be somebody. And how could I want to be somebody if I wanted to die? And it was 
a long journey. I've been on my transformational journey for six years and searching out the reason why I felt like this. And it's, there's no reason. There's just tools. There's opportunities. There are ways that make your life more palatable. And one of the things that I like in my life for, for other people that I like to do for other people is to make things simple for them, to break it down. So it's not so complicated and confusing. You know, that kiss, um. you know, <laughs> synonym, keep it simple, silly. Well, I like to do that. So in my journey, I discovered some limiting beliefs. I thought I was invisible. I thought I wasn't important. Um, I created self-sabotage techniques. Every time something good happened, I immediately went into a mental tailspin about everything that was wrong with that good thing, which inevitably had me walk away. That's relationships. That was a thin body. That was all the money that I had in my bank that became non-existent. I destroyed everything that was good because I had limiting beliefs and I had self-sabotage habits. So when I learned about what those were, it was almost instantaneous, almost overnight. Some of my clients tell me that in one session, they see a dramatic difference. And that's all I want. I want to create taking the crap out of the box. <laughs> It's a little easier to carry. And then one day you will put the box down <laughs> and tread on it and squash it. <laughs> Use it to build you up. <gasps> oh my God, I could write a whole blog post on this. <laughs> Use it as a stepping stone to rise up. Exactly. You yeah. Know? So I used my own limiting beliefs to actually become the thing, that little voice got to stand on top of that limiting belief. I'm not important and I'm invisible. I stood on top of that and I realized, my goodness, you know, there are so many things I can do that are good. And it's simple things, really insignificant, small, minute details. For example, I'm really good at filing my paperwork, you know, I get to give myself credit for that. Now, that doesn't mean I do it frequently. It just means that I have a good filing system. So I have a pile of papers that haven't ended up there. I'm not perfect, but when they get into the filing system where I'm really proud, you know, wow. I really like to make, I like to say, hey, you know, I did that. And that's so important. It's the small things that count. Small things add up to big things and it creates forward momentum. Incredible. And I just love your energy. You, you just have, I don't know if people watching this will, will feel it, but you have just such this generous and yeah, generous simplicity and just, and it's, you know, it's what you described that when you were little, you couldn't be this person, but everything you described that you were, you just became and it's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate that. One thing that I, want to impart on people is that it doesn't have to be that way anymore. That's what I used to say to myself. It doesn't have to be this way. 
it can be a different way. You can choose something different. Yeah. People will oftentimes resist and say, oh, well, I don't have the money or I'm not smart enough or I'm not thin enough or whatnot. Well, I actually teach women how to be sexy in their body at any size. It doesn't matter. I'm a curvy woman. I am going to still embrace the fact that I'm a woman. I'm, I was designed, I have long hair. Sometimes I cut it off. It doesn't matter if I have short hair, long hair, brown hair, blonde hair. I get to embrace that. You know how many times I wish I could be blonde, but it would look terrible on me. <laughs> you know? Or, or I, I, I'm envious of women who have straight hair because this just kind of does whatever it wants. You know, we always worry about what we don't have and we forget about what we do have. You have the ability. It's all inside of you. And we have to start with this. You just get to choose it. That's the thing is we forget that we matter. We forget that it's important to stand tall, not to be small, not to sell out on ourselves, even if you're just a stay-at-home mom. It doesn't matter if you're a corporate employee, if you're a blue-collar worker, if you're a construction worker and you've got five kids running around screaming, you're never going to get anything more than this. No, I disagree with you. Even if that is your life, that you're a construction worker for the rest of your life, you can still be the best construction worker ever. And you're going to be the best human ever and the best father ever and the best whatever ever. You can own it. Own who you are. Yes. It's like losing your keys, right? You can either be, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I can't buy my keys. Or I've got this. Either way, the keys are still lost. Either way, you're still a construction worker. Who? It doesn't matter what defines, no. what defines you or the words that come out of your mouth. Exactly. And you know, it's, you know, I say to people, it's, it's not what happens in your life. It's never what happens. The thing is, is how we deal with it. We're all going to have to cross mountains and valleys wherever we are, but it's how we do it. We can either moan all the way to the top or we can just look forward to, to when we get there. Exactly. You know, Every situation is just a choice. Your life is over before you know it. There's two dates, yeah. you know, and a dash. And we have to make the most of the dash. <laughs> <laughs> I have that on my Facebook page. <laughs> so many things I want to write down. <laughs> It's not mine. You can have it. <laughs> Somewhere. I'll exchange it for the cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a trade here. <laughs> the thing is, um, <clears throat> all of us have a past. And actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract that. I actually know someone who had a beaver to cleaver past. Everything was perfect. Mom and dad and love and this and that. And guess what? It's hard. She's still had issues to work through still it doesn't matter if you grew up homeless it doesn't matter if you grew up a millionaire um you're still going to experience things you're still going to experience limiting beliefs and self-sabotage and the first thing you have to do is realize that there is a better way yeah 
Yeah, and it's, you know, coming back to the point of, you know, people, oh, no, but she had a perfect life. As you say, that the one who comes from the perfect life, once they grow up and come into, into the adult world, they suddenly realise their thing is that, oh, my God, this is not, you know, like my perfect childhood. What's happened? It's shock, right? <laughs> it's like, I can't have this and that like I did before. You know, no, nothing's all so comfortable. It's like, that's their right. struggle. Right, right. So... I believe that it's not a long journey. I also spent, I think, 20 years going in and out of therapy, thinking that was the solution, you know, talking about my problem rather than talking about the solution. When you focus on the problem, the problems persist, what you resist persists. And so when I found life coaching or transformational work, that's when I started to see really rapid changes, almost some of them immediate, some of them instantaneous. I remember going to bed one night and waking up the next morning and having a completely different relationship with my father, just over one session. There's still work to be had there, but just to have immediate change. had me believe this is a life purpose. This is work I believe in. This is work I want to do. There is nothing greater than seeing people take that box off <laughs> and walk lighter in the world. It, it inspires me. It drives me to even be better just for myself and for the people I engage with. I show up as a better partner and a better daughter and a better friend. I show up better and then I have better relationships. Exactly. I mean, even if and I use this part just for myself and you know, all my selfish needs, you know, I get to have better experiences. And that knocks on because of people you then come in contact with, you know, it, it spills off onto them. It does. It does. So even if you wanted to go through that journey just for yourself, maybe there's nothing wrong in your life, but you just want to have, more fulfilling opportunities and and feel more alive it's for everybody working through your your shtick is worth it and i don't know anyone that doesn't have something to work through (laughs) it's like death and taxes we all have something we really do we, and it never stops you know once, once we think we've got there you know it's the Indian thing that you take one layer off it that's it I've done it ah oh, there's something else now and it just it just keeps on going keeps on going keeps on going really you know actually that. that reminds me that that reminds me of something I just read and <clears throat> they were describing that getting a cold or the flu It builds your immune system, right? So that that strand of cold or flu makes you stronger and you can survive that the next time that strand shows up in your your life, right? Especially when you're a kid, you kind of get stronger when you experience colds and flus as a kid and you're stronger as an adult. That's the theory, right? So take that with emotional baggage and working through your right right yeah. working through your limiting beliefs and self-sabotage just because you worked on one area of your life doesn't mean that something else isn't going to show up it's 
designed to make you stronger. Yes. You get the yep. tools. You learn how to handle yourself under yep. this situation. But oh, you know, now I've got a financial situation. Now I've got a relationship situation. Now I've got a work situation. You know, you're learning a muscle. You're building strength to get through so that as the world starts hurling rocks at you, you can just boom, 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 you know? You have the skills and the tools to just wonder woman your way out of it. <laughs> the love image coming through there. <laughs> Gold bracelets. <laughs> so, you know, you, you, you walk around with this box, you go into the box, and then you jump out as Wonder Woman. <laughs> See, you can be any superhero you want. <laughs> you know, and it's what I say to people as well when, when they, you know, they, they've been through a really tough childhood. I mean, like you and 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 others. And I said, you know, that's what makes you strong. That's what really, you know, empowers you in the rest of your life because you say, you know, it, it builds up the muscle. And we <laughs> learn so much of ourselves coming out of that journey. Letting go of all that, my goodness, what we learn. Absolutely. Huge. And that's all it is. You're just building muscle. You're building strength. You're, being, you're building tenacity. The ability to handle what life throws at you. Um, instead of reaching for my box of Oreos and chocolate cake and you know, pizza, I now reach for skills and tools. I reach for, um, I take a bath or I go for a walk, I change my environment, just even for five minutes, uh, I call a friend, I decide to read a book, I create habits that inspire me rather than numb me. Even if you reach for a drink or you reach for a puff of marijuana, whatever it might be, Xanax, you know, you wanna escape, maybe you binge watch television, these things numb you. And they allow you to not face what you're dealing with. They take you out of life. And you don't get to actually experience what there is to learn, the strength. You don't get to know yourself as a badass, you know? Like, I did that. I made it through that. You don't get to experience that. No. <clears throat> it's, um, and so many people, right at the minute, I think, with everything that we're going through at the moment, there's so many people now at crossroads in their life. You know, it's all this, this, you know, it's like the escapism, even like we're running nine to five, we're running around jobs, we've got this, we've got that. And then suddenly the words come on pause and like everybody like, oh my goodness, now what do we do? Right. What do you advise for people now at this point? Where they're really this this pause in their life, this crossroads. Right now with corona pandemic, yeah. <laughs> they're stuck at home. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> this isn't the first time that the world has seen something. Over 100 years ago, in 1918, there was the Spanish flu. It was similar where you had the businesses were closed, people wore masks, um, people died, uh, hospitals were overrun. It's very similar. We, you know, we still are learning from our lessons. But I believe that people that are sitting at home and they're facing you know, the world has quieted, right? Their mm. own world, the private world has gone quiet. Whether their jobs are 
are non-existent. Maybe they've lost their job or they're working from home. <clears throat> Kids are running around screaming and their walls are caving in and you're fighting with your spouse, things like that. I believe that is all the things that you've been avoiding. I believe it's showing yeah. you exactly, <laughs> I believe it's showing you all the areas of your life yes. that you've been numbing yourself. Yes, out yes, yes. I just feel like you know, in this magnifying glass, you've not worked on this. Now look at it. And it really I just say this to so many people. It's just like yeah. suddenly there and I, I think this is really what's happening, you know, the complete dark side coming out right now. It's this massive release of all this stuff that nobody has worked on. And it's suddenly been shown to us either in what we live in, you know, in our four walls or on the outside world when people are scared about the vaccinations and microchip and all the rest yes. of it. It's like this is the collective darkness just coming up to, to be healed. Yes, exactly. So it's bubbling up to the surface for you to see. You know, I believe the body will scream at you when it's not healthy. And first it starts with a little knock, 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 mm. hello, there's something wrong here, you know, and, and you don't listen and you ignore it. And little by little, those symptoms get worse until pretty soon you have Bell's palsy or you have uh, an anxiety attack or you land yourself in some kind of emergency situation because you're not listening. So I believe this is a way for you to listen to areas of your life that yes. are not working. If the walls are caving in, why are you not comfortable? This is your home. Yeah. The yeah. walls shouldn't be caving in. You chose this home. Maybe there's something about that that has you feel that this isn't where you want to be. You know, maybe there's something yeah. unresolved. Maybe there's some communication that you've never spoken to your spouse that when it's unspoken builds resentment and now it's glaring you in your face and that yeah. when you go away from for work day to day to day you can't you can ignore it for a little bit longer maybe there's something to be said maybe there's some frustration in raising kids that you feel that you've never got to live and do what you wanted to do maybe there's an opportunity for you to learn a new craft you know, explore that artistic side of you that you once had when you were a kid and you get to see your kids now playing in a way that you never got to. I mean, there could be so many mm. reasons. I believe it's time to take a look. Oops, lost the video. <laughs> I think it's time to take a look. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's just so how I see it. It's, it's, um, it's unbelievable. And Wait, when you and I'm, I'm quite happy, really, because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm actually really happy. Thinking, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just waiting for something to go. You didn't work on this, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's it's totally this. You know, the the things that people are saying where they're not happy. You know, you can see it. You can see that it's they've just not. It's not working. absolutely. This is just another opportunity for us to build our strength, to build our resilience. You know, you have to be a tree. What happens with a tree in a ground, right? If there's a windstorm, if there's a rainstorm, if there's a thunderstorm, that tree just bends and it flows and it goes with the seasons and it survives. It 
thrives in fact and for us to break as humans it it boggles my mind because of all the things that we have accomplished and you want to break under the pressure it doesn't make sense to me we've gone to the moon we've learned how to fly we've created technology we are human beings why are you breaking (laughs) so I think what that is is that we haven't created the foundation the roots to decide who we want to be declare it own it and and have and take a look at what is not being spoken what is what is it remember I said as a kid I had to be quiet so that I could be safe what do you not feel safe about in your life? What do you not feel safe saying? What is yep. the unspoken word about who you are or who you want to be or your relationships with people? This is the time to actually take that head on. I'm just going to let my cat out. She's going to scratch the door like crazy. Oh, please. <laughs> I have two black cats. <laughs> um. And, you know, this feeling for me that I think, you know, we're going to ascension. There's something big happening energetically. And, yeah. for the, you know, because you'll get maybe a country that goes into recession or will, but this is global. And yes. for the whole planet to really lift. Yes. We have to, every, everybody has to work on this. We all have to lift, you know, to drop the weights. Yes. So that we can, we can all rise. It's, it's a complete collective shift. Right. Think about a lot of the things that we're learning as a result of this globally. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what color of your skin. It doesn't matter how much money you have. We're all learning something about ourselves. We're learning about resilience. We're learning about community, about supporting and thriving. These are all things that we tend to forget in our everyday hustle and bustle of life when we're worried about the self. And actually it's not even about the self because sometimes we forget ourself, you know, and during the hustle and bustle of life, you're you're too worried about getting from point A to point B that you even forget about yourself. So this is actually allowing you to think about self as well, because like in an airplane, right? Put your mask on first before you help someone else. We are learning so many skills about survival and thriving. We have to learn how to thrive under any condition. Amazing. My goodness, you're, so, you're, you're full of so many golden nuggets. <laughs> I always say that each, each, each of these interviews is like opening this box of treasure. I have no idea what's going to come in. And that's right. why I say, you know, I don't like to get to the person. It's just like, let's just go on. Okay. Because just like this surprise for me, just open this box. I wow. <laughs> it's like this cardboard box. No, it's a treasure box. <laughs> Don't make it a cardboard box. That's the one we're carrying around. <laughs> and get a treasure box. <laughs> we're kicking the cardboard to the curb and recycling can come and pick it up. <laughs> You know, I wish I could meet you in person. I've got to put that out there for the universe. I think that's such a beautiful energy. Oh, my goodness. Recycle your cardboard baggage. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That would be such a good, you know, of getting the cardboard. Like, you know, you have to cut it in the cardboard box, really make it everything that you don't like. Put it on that cardboard box. Yes, yes. 
Make it a sports car and drive it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when when all of this clears up, when I would love to travel out there and visit you, yeah, and meet you and to see you. Face Me too. I'd love that. That's going out to the universe. I'm putting out that intention. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So there's two questions I always ask people in these interviews. Yeah. <clears throat> One is about emotions. So how do emotions fit into your business? Because I work a lot okay. with emotion. I've seen you do as well. And the other is what is your big dream? Okay. Well, <clears throat> I have a very interesting perspective on how emotions fit into business. Um, <clears throat> most of us have probably been on a roller coaster at some time at an amusement park or some kind of a ride. Maybe it wasn't a roller coaster, but some kind of a ride at an amusement park and you waited in line and you were really anxious and nervous because you didn't know what to expect, or maybe you were excited and you couldn't wait to get on. And you know, all these emotions are coming up Then you get on the ride and now you starting to sweat and your palms are getting sticky and your heart is beating really fast and then it takes off and you're off and it's clicking up, and up and you're making up. me so stressed out here <laughs> <laughs> and you get to the top and you can see out and it looks so far so high up and click 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 and then it falls right and it crashes and you get off the ride and you're like Oh my God, I survived. Wow, I did it. I can't believe you're either excited or you're glad it's over because you were sick and nauseous. Whatever it is, you had an experience. You had an emotion. But what was the one thing about that? It was temporary. It only lasted yes. for the, yeah. that moment. What do we do as humans? We own our emotions as if it's the truth. We say, I am sad. I am angry, I am depressed, I am bitter, I am whatever the emotion is, we don't look at it or relate to it as an experience, a temporary experience. So true, yeah. So the point here is to say to yourself, I am ex experiencing sadness, I am experiencing anger with you right now. <laughs> I am experiencing bitter in this relationship. I am experiencing what depression. So therefore your brain, what did I say about the knot? Your brain knows an experience is temporary. It is not permanent. It is not who you are. You were not born sad, angry, bitter, and depressed. You owned those. It is not. Love that. Absolutely love it. It's so true. And just because we do, we end up identifying you know, the, the thing is that everything you say after I am, you know, this is yeah. what you're confirming about yourself. And yeah. yeah, things like I am angry, I am sad. It's really, it confirms it. But yeah, I'm experiencing, you just know it's temporary. Beautiful. It's a simple shift. That's a technique anyone can use right now and see immediate results. When yeah. I use that, it seems that my experience of that anger or that sadness, it goes away so much faster than it would have otherwise. <laughs> my cat litter box. I forgot to move the cat litter box. <laughs> <laughs> and he, when it, and he like scratches and scratches and scratches. <laughs> I thought 
not even scratching at your leg. It was like, <laughs> you just see my bacon. <laughs> mama, mama, mama. <laughs> um, what about your big dream? My big dream. You know, I've lost the insta. It started out that I wanted to just help. Like starting point. Oops. Are you there? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it? it's frozen oh, for a minute. Back. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. We're back. My dream only started with something small. I said I wanted to help one person. I didn't like the fact that I wanted to die and give up on my life and myself. That I thought if I could just help one person overcome that then my, all the pain and all the things that I've been through would have been worth it. But I've since upgraded my goal. I want to serve 1 million people. Wow. Their life from <gasps> giving up on themselves. That's incredible. Love it. <laughs> what a difference you're going to make on this planet. Because I mean, there's 1 million people, as we said, you know, it's the domino effect. Um, the power, <clears throat> the power of seven. I don't know if you've heard that theory, but yeah. it multiplies itself faster. The com uh, com what's it called? No, power of seven. Compound. It compounds itself, and pretty soon, in seven years, it will be more than seven million people. I can't do the math that fast. Someone else put a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, the point is, is that it expands and compounds and it'll be more than 7 million. That's beautiful. So years. beautiful. Yeah. yeah change so, and as, as a final thing before we go, if you let people know how to find you, I mean, I'm going to put your link anyway. Sure. Sure. Well, my website is freedomstarinstitute.com. And if you go to my website, there are links how to get a hold of me. You can email me. There's a calendar invite if you want to set up a, a session where we can talk and have a discovery about what you're up to in life. I have um, a whole page about all the services that I offer as well. So, and I'd love to just speak with you. I'm also, I want to offer anybody a free 30 minute discovery call that reaches out to me from your show. Wow. That's my gift to you. That's my gift yes, to you. Yes, I should put that there. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. <gasps> Absolutely. It was an absolute delight to be here with you and I appreciate and honor you. Thank you so much. And the, the same to you. Thank you so much for accepting to come on. And it's, you know, as I said, your energy is just so beautiful. <coughs> You, you know, such authenticity and generosity about you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it was work to get here and it was worth the work. So that's You're a star. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get our boxes and take them out to the curb. Right, photo. <laughs> awesome. Oh, thank you so much, Roxana. Absolutely beautiful to speak with you. Thank you, my dear. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you. I'll switch off the cord and we can have a, a quick chat afterwards. Okay.